edition of the Good Guys Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend. I'm not sure if I can still call him Slim Rev, a.k.a. Joshua Azzy. What's good, PD? Hey, man, we're here. All right, we're 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 a little late. Yeah. Okay, but we're here, and that's we're, what matters. We're, we're we're family men. There you go. I had to put the kids to bed. I mean, what do you want me to do? Je, you know, you had to do what whatever it is. You you don't. Have yeah, to nephew, what? nephew had practice, there you go. man. There you uh, go. Thirty minutes away from where we stay. Well, there you have it. Yeah, yeah. Man. nephew. Right. You know, family first, y'all. That's right. We, we practice what we preach, all right? We're family men. We have responsibilities. We have obligations. But we do the best we can. We're here. Better late than never. But as the great psalmist Drake said, never late is better. So we'll do better next week. Yeah. Whatever that meant, bro. Better late than never. But never late is better. All right, man. Um, we've got a great show today. All right. Got a great show. J.E., how you holding up over there? Man, I'm holding up good, man. I lost eight pounds. Lost eight pounds? Yeah, I told you. Vacation, that vacation weight really added some weight to me, bro. But I lost I lost eight pounds. I'm on my way back into the 50s. I'm mid-60s right now. About late, or, um, low to mid-60s, man. 260s. Yeah, we we got to take away the slim rev. Uh, you, you're nah, the rev right now. Nah, rev. nah. Slimming down, rev. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slimming rev. You're, you're rev. Well, nah. When you get back in the 50s, we'll give you Slim Rev back. Bruh, look at me. I'm Ooh. not saying you're chunky. I'm just saying, like, I got a dangle, you know, I got a dangle of Karen in front of you. I want you to get back into the 50s. So I will not call you Slim Rev until you get back in bruh, the 50s. Bruh, once you call Slim Rev, you're always Slim Rev until you look like you're not slim. Hey, look, man, accountability, okay? Accountability. Oh. Um,. But yeah, we've got a great show today. Um, if we, if you have not done so already, okay, definitely make sure that you hit that subscribe button. If you're watching this live and you're not subscribed to the Good Guys Podcast, I don't know why. It, it's beyond me. Um, but yeah, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know when we go live. Because as you can see tonight, sometimes it might be, you know, slightly after uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, but if, you, if you've got that bell selected, you'll know exactly when we go live so that you can tune in to the live broadcast okay smash that like button if you are enjoying the video if it's providing uh entertainment for you if it's adding any kind of value to your life smash that like button that's all we ask we don't ask you know we don't ask monetary commitment uh we don't ask a tithe or an offering or anything like that it's not a ministry all we ask is that you smash that like button and all we ask is that you hit the subscribe button if you haven't done so already Okay. If you're live, make sure you hop in the comments over there, interact with us. If you're watching this tomorrow or the next day or whenever it is, make sure you hop in the comments and and, and interact there. Okay. Uh, JE, what you got going on this week? Man, just nothing but live videos, man. Man, it's it's transition time, bro. It's about about time to get back into back into work. Mm, Okay. I hear you. I feel you. 
What about right. yourself, man? You y'all, y'all got any video? Well, yeah, y'all do got some videos, man. Yeah, you know the BNB family. You know we 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 trying to grow over here. Um, so we got some uh, we got some videos out. Definitely check those out. We did one last week. It was the spicy versus the extremely spicy that was good. challenge. That was good. Your wife, your wife won. No, okay, it was Team BD. All right, no, Team BD it was, won. It was Team BD. Yeah, Blythe Dixon. No, 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 not at all. Um, but yeah, check those out, man. We're just having a good time, uh, trying to entertain you guys. So, um, me and my wife are doing some videos, doing some stuff with the family over at the BNB family. Check that out. Hit the subscribe button. If you enjoy the content over there, I should have uploaded the thumbnail, but I didn't. Um, but it's okay. Just type in the BNB family and check out our content. All right. Check out Josh's content as well. And yeah. I think that's all the housekeeping we have for this week. We're going to go ahead and get into the podcast as we typically do with the weekly airing of grievances. J.E., I've been told that you have a grievance to make. It's not every day that Joshua Ezzy, you know, has a, has a grievance. Normally it's me griping and complaining about the happenings of life um, on a weekly basis. But today, the reverend has a gripe. I'm going to give you the floor, J.E. My brother, these last four to five months have been good. They've been great accountability months. This week is when I transition from remote and summer break to being back in the streets. Mm. <laughs> I'm scared, man. Explain. For the last three to four months, man, I haven't had Bojangles. Maybe five months. For the last four and a half months, I haven't had those seasoned fries. I haven't had those perfectly spicy chicken breast thighs. I haven't had, man, some good Bojangles. Why, BD? Why haven't I had Bojangles? That's a good question. Why? Because I've been home. Mm. See, it all started back in March. I think I learned of the news with the box of Bojangles in my lap. When I heard that it was like, yo, this the last week for us at the school. You're going to have to be working from home. I said, okay. And as I drove home, I was like, man, I'm leaving the hood. And y'all know my stance about hood Bojangles. You got to go to the hood. Especially when the hood receives you as their own. Especially when the ladies that work at Bojangles know you. See, there's nothing like when you're a part of the community. When their kids go to your school. Do you know how many extra pieces of chicken I got because they know me? Mm-hmm. How many, you know, when they know, hey. Is my son in ISS again? Yes, ma'am. Your son's in ISS again. <laughs> but because of me, he wasn't OSS. I looked out for little, little man. Mm. So she was like, you know what? Thank you because I work and no one's going to be able to watch little man. So thank you for making sure you spoke on behalf of my son to make sure he didn't have OSS. He has ISS. And so moms look at me and I get the, and you know how it is. See, me and BD are elite and experts when it comes to knowing if you got extra. 
When they pass the box of chicken to you and the thing can't even close and that thing got some weight to it, mm -hmm. I don't even got to look. I just do this. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, she says, no, 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 Mr. Ezzy, thank you. Oh, yeah. And I open that box, man, and I see two breasts and a thigh mm -hmm. and a large, the picnic size fries. I'm like, I don't know if this is a blessing or not. Sometimes when when the favor of God, mm -hmm, the Bible mm -hmm. says he'll 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 surround you with favor like a shield. Right. And I think some of the favor is just because of the shield. Mm -hmm. I don't think God be blessing me with these extra. I'm like, because it's not good for my health. It's this not. can't be a blessing. But I receive it as it is. <laughs> I'm like, God, hey, this is manna. I receive it as 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 manna, Lord. Okay. So my Aaron of Grievance BD is I'm back in these streets. I just got an email a few days ago saying that they want all employees to still come into the building. Yeah. No more remote teaching for the boy. Wow. So every day I got to pass that Bojangles. That's why I'm like, I look at, I got to talk to my wife. We got to have a family meeting. Yeah. Got to We, we, we got to plan out the next month of lunches. I got to make sure that I have a granola bar and some almonds in the glove compartment. I got to make sure that I have at least uh, two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and leftovers. See, the issue with me, BD, is mm -hmm. when when you're dealing with kids or when you're dealing with walking around and stuff like that, I usually eat my lunch around 10 o'clock. What? what? School, start, school starts at 7.30. I'm at work at 7.00. So when you got kids falling on the ground, don't want to go to class and you got to do all this emotional intelligence and talking them through their pains and and quote unquote, bringing them to ISS room. And then you have to walk them to class and then you got to check every classroom to check on your 17, 18 high flyers. You're hungry by 10, bro. So I'm smashing my food at 10 because the typical day for me, and it won't be like that because there won't be no kids there. But the typical day for me, BD, is you check on your high flies, you check on your mid flies. High flies are kids that are just kids that's just, just, they're bad. Okay. <laughs> I they call need, them they, high flyers? High flyers, man. See, I, I do a double entendre. When I, when I call them high flies, we fly high. Okay. Because I don't want them to feel y'all high flies, y'all means y'all on our radar. You always in trouble. You need you need a father figure. So that's what I'm there for. I like the way that they did that. You know, they 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 put a, co a positive connotation on no, it. No, 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 no. If you didn't know I, me I put Oh, you did that. I did that. B BD, come on, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we need in the schools right yeah. there, baby. Yeah. I'm working on some materials right now to make sure these kids understand self-love. And understand, hey, man, you don't got to be acting crazy in the classroom, flipping desks and stuff and talking and bringing stuff to school. You don't got to do that. All they need is some male figures there. So I said, no, we fly high. Yeah, you want people's radars, but be on their radar for a good reason. Now, let's make sure that they don't take that a different way because they could be talking about flying high and that it, there's a different kind of high that we don't want them to be. Yeah, so. <laughs> I can't control what you do outside of my eight hours under my uh, jurisdiction and supervision. Okay. Because these kids are smoking. Okay. But let's keep it. <laughs> when I. <laughs> 
Sorry. It, it's life. You know what I'm saying? These are the type of kids I deal with. You know? No, I was not ready for that. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. I visit these kids' homes, bro. Mm. I know what's going on. When I walk in, before I get to the front porch, I'm feeling high. Okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when the kids come out of the cars and come into school, we they smell like weed. That's just the, that's the neighborhood I serve. Yeah. And Ooh. so... And that's why, bro, about time 10 o'clock comes, I done smashed my entire lunch and snack. <laughs> so about time, the second wave, see the first wave, I have about a good 20 to 30, 40 minute window where it's peace. Mm -hmm. And then when they feed these kids, these chocolate milks and strawberry milks and these kids and these parents have the nerve to give these kids money without accountability and they buy five or six cookies and four or five ice creams. Then the second wave comes in. OK, I need Bojangles then, bro. Wait, whoa, whoa. Time out. <laughs> that wasn't your lunch. No, my lunch is what I brought to the school. Oh, so you smashed your lunch. And I now smashed my lunch. And Bojangles. now as well yes in addition to the, the yes lunch. did you have do you normally have breakfast no don't have breakfast okay, okay. All right. so those are the, you're typically the only two meals now most of the time it just depends bro that's why i can't taste it i can't i can't go to bojangles i can't taste it because the it, my downfall was for for the first month and a half i was doing good okay i went i went this way to work Versus going the way where you pass the Bojangles. Okay. But, bruh, it was when my co-worker and I, we went to uh, do home visits. And mm. she had the nerve to be like, Mr. Ezzy, we're going to Bojangles. I said, no. <laughs> She's like, no, Mr. Ezzy, thank you for coming with us. We, it was, we're going to go by Bojangles. I said, okay. And the same lady whose kid was in ISS the day before, Mr. Ezzy. I got him. I said, no, I don't need to be blessed right now. Don't bless me. <laughs> bro, I got my box, bro. I knew it was over. There's no way, bro. They engineer these foods that the moment they touch your taste buds, bro, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So that's why I got to get into meal prepping. And maybe it will be better because the kids won't be coming in to about October or possibly January. So mm -hmm. maybe I would be all right. It's these teachers, bro. Mm -hmm. They be the ones talking about, Mr. Ezzy, I brought you a Cajun filet biscuit. I said, I didn't tell you to do that. That was the mm -hmm. devil talking to you. Right. I hate it when they got deals at Bojangles and people think about you because you looked out and you did things to help the body, the student body. And especially when they got the two for five Cajun filet biscuits. Right. Bruh, don't bless me. And so I'm just, my errand of grievance is that I b believe and I pray that the Holy Spirit, man, will guide me and carry me because I've been doing good. That's why I, Mr. Ezzy, Coach Josh has been slim rev. You can't see that chicken right there. You see on the screen. Uh, looks good. I heard Popeyes came out with this honey hot chicken, bro. Have you tried that? Oh gosh, no, I haven't heard of that, and I yeah, I really wish you hadn't told me. Man, I'm uh, I'm just glad they ain't the Bojangles close by. I mean, a Popeyes glad there is a Popeyes. Oh man, honey, wait a minute, I honey hot, bro. They got the honey and the hot. I shouldn't and be. I shouldn't be doing this, but hey, I'm about to look at it, bro. Let's look it up. Honey hot. 
hot Popeyes. Bro, I taught my. You see it, bro? Wait, hold up. Popeyes hot honey sauce is back, and this time it's drizzled on the classic bone in chicken. Oh my goodness. Popeyes has a hot honey chicken box deal for just $5. That is spicy and sweet. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. See what I'm saying? That's Pray crazy. for the good guys, bro. We're, we're trying, guys. It's tough out here, man. Man. <clears throat> it's tough. Uh, yeah, man. I, I feel you, J.E. Like, yeah. you know, we, 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 we try to do, you know, we try, we try to do the right thing. We try to be generally healthy. We try to, you know, work out, you know, stay relatively fit. <clears throat> but why is it that it's so difficult and especially like when you know when you got a job it's oh. like when when you trying to do right like especially when you trying to do right like when you you know you fasting or you go you on a diet or whatever the case may be that's when that outside vendor uh provides lunch for the whole department uh, it, with, it never fails. It never fails. That's when they decide to have a potluck and everybody's bringing in food, you know, from different restaurants and stuff. You know what like, my problem is, BD? What's that? When they want to buy a bunch of Papa John's pieces. Just pizzas, just stacks of pizzas. What am I supposed to do with that? I bought a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You think and I'm going to... What am I... I'm going to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich when there's all these pizzas over here? Bruh, I'm still smashing the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's dessert. <laughs> Bruh, what I hate about my job is it's a I'm there's only three or four men that work at my school. Okay. Every month they celebrate all the birthdays for that month. And you know what they bring into the office? Bunch of food. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. Yeah, you're right. Not just any cake. They get that big old Sam's Club sheet cake. Now you and know. I probably shouldn't have said this right now because my wife is listening. But mm. bruh, I'll be sitting at the kitchen in the in the in a uh, <laughs> I'll be sitting there in front of that sheet cake and I because it, it I just be cutting because there's no accountability. Who's gonna tell me that's too big of a piece? Only my wife can say that. See, it's when I'm alone. It's when I'm surrounded by people hyping me up. Mr. Ezzy, that's too small of a slice. Go on, treat yourself. But you don't know you what don't treat know. yourself means. <laughs> All of y'all watching y'all figures getting small pieces of cake. Bruh. And the thing about it is, I'm like, bruh, I can really cut whatever size I want and nobody's going to tell me no. That's the problem. That's the problem when, you know, well, like when we, we 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 got quarantined a couple months back too. I was working for home from home for about two months. I lost 15 pounds. Easy. Easy. But when I get out of the house, that's when you drive down the street and there's all different types of food vendors as far as the eyes can see, J.E. Mm. And there's no accountability. There's no one to tell you. Uh, it, it's not right to get, you know, the chicken strips and then go to uh, the donut, the Shipley's Donuts, and cut the donut in half and put the strips inside no. the donut. There's no one to tell me not, not to do that. P.D. You there's do no that? One. Absolutely. 
Man, that's my wife. Man, that sounds great, bro. I might go to my donut shop right there and put something between one of them donuts, bro. I can't. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Nope. There's no one to stop my imagination from running wild with the endless food possibilities. It's gluttony at its highest form, J.E., and it's a sin. It is a sin. That's probably the main sin that I practice recently. Not recently now, but when I'm at work. You know why? Why? Because, bro, when you got a little extra change in your pocket. See, when I was a poor man. Mm Mm-hmm. I, it, well, it was a two for 222 honey buns. See, either way, when I was a poor, I got big like a poor man. I understand. Mm-hmm. But man, when you got that extra money, bro, and you look at that menu, see, back in the day, I would look at the menu, black like, dollar menu. Yeah. Now you can get meals and get extra size, bro. I can't. See, this is what I get from Chick fil A. I just can't go to Chick fil A. What messed me up was. That ain't that bad getting two chicken sandwiches and a large fry. That ain't that bad. It don't hurt the pockets. <laughs> or getting one chicken sandwich and two large fries. I said, bruh, sometimes I, after I eat it, condemnation sits in. Mm. I was like, J.E., bro, what you doing, man? I'm like, now you want to talk to me when the sandwich is over? You should have talked to me before I even got the sandwich. No, you ignored me. Mm-hmm. There is therefore condemnation when you get multiple chicken sandwiches, J.E. Yeah. There is. It, there is. And you go to your favorite donut shop and grab a donut, too. That's that's what that's that's the part that's tough, man. Like without the accountability, it's just like the combinations that I put together in my mind. Like someone should be there to tell me, <clears throat> don't do that. No, and there's no one. There's no one, but at the same time, we have to train our wives not to go so extreme, though. Like, I don't mind my wife's accountability, but I can't get nothing. <laughs> Why, you're sip? Man, I had a nerve to come home, and guess what my wife is eating? I just simply asked. I said, you know what? I wouldn't mind getting XYZ. I wanted me a nice little dessert. <clears throat> she was like, no, it's late. Guess what she was eating? The chili Fritos and a uh, and a um and a soda. I said, "You telling me no?" And I smelled that chili cheese Frito breath all the way over here, <laughs> man, bro. But at the same time, bro, I'm at a place in my life, man, where self accountability must be initiated. That's right. Because, bro, there's. There were some moments in my life where I looked myself in the mirror and said, man, you're pitiful. How can you go to three different restaurants and put a meal together, bro? You've been there, BD. I have. Remember that picture I sent you? With that waffle, them golden waffles from Waffle House and that nice slab of chicken from Chick-fil-A. Pray for Pray for your coach, man. Likewise, my brethren. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. That's why I'm just going to have to just to look at Bojangles and just say, no, devil. Not today, Satan. Not today. And then tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> but maybe tomorrow, Satan. We'll revisit this tomorrow, Satan. Because <laughs> I'm realistic about my walk with God, bro. When it comes to walking around Bojangles, I, the devil's going to get me. 
He's go- it's not. It's, it's just not a matter it. of when. It's a matter of when. He's going to get me. That's just a battle that I can't fight by myself. That's why we have our wives. All right. We're going to go ahead and get into the main um, topic mm, for really? today's podcast. Uh, Ooh, you know, pod- that podcast. Look, you got that fried chicken on the screen. What am I supposed to? I can't focus. Yeah, man. All what right? did you put between those donuts, BD? Chicken strips, man. Raisin wow. canes. Chicken strips. There's a raisin canes and then there's a donut shop right They know what they're the doing, way. man. It makes me wonder who runs these businesses that's lumped together. They're smart. They know you can't trust these restaurants' desserts. Nobody eats desserts from Bojank. Oh, yes, we do. Those cinnamon biscuits from Bojank. Not the berries. The cinnamon ones. I'm the scent, the cinnamon and butter ones, BD. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh, and you know about the great substitution? It has been spoken several times on this podcast. Man, bruh. Pray my strength in the Lord, y'all, Thursday. Pray that I have the 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 abundance of lunch that I need. Pray that none of these parents bring their kids anyway on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Meal prep, J.E. That's the key. But meal prep don't taste like Bojangles. I know. I know. All right. Five questions to ask while dating is the topic that we're talking about here today. All right. So we've talked about in the past, talked about how uh, when you are in, in the dating or courting phase, whatever you prefer to call it, Um, You need to be asking questions. A lot of times people get into relationships and they don't ask questions because, you know, when you're early in a relationship, you got the infatuation going. You want that person to like you. You might have been single. Maybe you've been single for a while and and you're just kind of anxious to get in a relationship. But what a lot of times happens is you get into a relationship. Then later down the line, you find out uh, major red flags that you could have found out earlier in the relationship had you asked questions while dating. And a lot of you guys have asked us, well, what questions do I need to ask? Well, that's what we're gonna answer here today. Um, Five questions that you need to ask while you're dating. Five answers that you need to have before you go any further into a serious relationship, okay? So, we have uh, the number or the, the number five thing in no particular order, um, by the way. Uh, but the first one that we're going to talk about is um, children and family planning. So, you know, obviously this is not the first or second date. All right. This is while you guys have established, okay, I'm fond of you. You're fond of me. We're talking, we're dating, whatever you want to call it. We're trying to build towards something, okay? So this is not first date questions. Don't ask the guy how many kids he wants on the first date because he's going to run, all right? Vice versa. Maybe the you know, woman might do the same thing. But if you guys are actively dating, actively, actively courting, these are the questions you need to ask. So you need to talk about it. Talk about family planning. Talk about how many kids they want to have. Talk about when uh, they're wanting to have kids, time frame uh, for when they're wanting to have kids. These are questions that you need to ask because these can be 
um, issues of contempt if you know you guys aren't on the same page. If he wants to have a large family, he wants to be the next Duggars and have 17 kids, and you really don't even necessarily need kids, but you might be okay having one or two, then you guys are on two completely different wavelengths, and that's going to be an issue if that's something that he wants and if that's something that you want. Um, you need to know these things. You need to know how soon are they trying to have kids. If you know, if you're ready to have kids now, and he's you know he's cool with getting married, but he wants y'all to enjoy each other's company for five years before you even think about kids, and you're like, hey, I'm in my mid thirties. I don't know if that's going to be an option. Well, you guys need to ask a conversation. You guys need to have. Don't wait until you get married, and now, hey, let's have this conversation. No. <laughs> like this is a conversation you want to have before you get married, because that might be a deal breaker for you. And it might not. It might be something you guys can talk through, but have those conversations before you get married. OK, um, you know, that that's really all I have on that one, J.E. I don't know. Yeah, I'll let you elaborate, but have those conversations before you get married. Yeah, it's very important to really uh answer this question because you need to know how large you want your family tree to be. Not everybody has the grace to handle all those branches. That's right. Not everybody, because your kids are going to have kids and those kids going to have like you, like, like, and that's just realistic. And it's nothing, no person is particularly wrong. If a person just wants two kids and someone wants 17, there's someone that's match made for you. Exactly. But, but, but family planning is important. It doesn't matter how many people say, when are you and your wife going to have kids? Like we're, we're planning wisely. We're planning our steps because y'all not going to be the one raising them. Y'all not going to be the one feeding them. You're not going to be the ones changing them. And so we, it's, it's crazy how many people get into relationships, get in compromised situations and have babies with no plan and, mm. and having babies not doing it the right way. Like, like these kids it's unfortunate how many kids are raised in homes where there was no plan. Mm. That's why I tell men before you plant seed, put on a ring, put a ring on it and then get married. Then, then plan whether or not you want to sow seed and then have children. And then all these men want to run away and then have to suffer the consequence. Some other man raising your child. And now you feel bad that the kid calls this guy pops and you, because you popped away from the relationship. And so you gotta, you gotta be at a place where you say, okay, what is my family plan? What is my family plan? What is our family plan? You know, how will we raise our children? It's not just how many, but mm -hmm. how you plan mm -hmm. on raising them. So there's just not just, just questions of, oh, that's cute. I want the same or around about the same. No. Do we actually, are we actually financially able to raise that many kids? Do we, do we have a, a financial stewardship? How much debt are we in? What is, what are our goals that will determine when we have the children? Because Every child should be brought up in a home, not forced to be in a house where two, peop two, two people did not plan accordingly. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just one of those things you really got to think through because kids deserve to have two parents that are able to focus on them. And not in a place where you're still trying to find yourself. He's still trying to find himself. She's trying to find herself and the kids looking for support. It is what it is. And I think you just really got to ask that question because it's important. 
because not all trees, I mean, all trees, all all size trees matter. It don't matter how big you want the tree. If you want the tree to be a small family tree, cool. But you better ask that question because if this man wants 17 kids and your uterus and you like, I don't know if I can handle all that. But there's some women out there that want 17 kids. And then, you know, to walk away, say it was great knowing you. Uh, but I ain't pushing out that many kids. There you go. And if a man is talking to, and talking to a lady, she's like, I want 17 kids. Um, I'm called to be a shaker and a mover. We just can't pick up 17 kids if God is calling us to and calling me to be a missionary. Calling me where I'm a traveling type of person and my company travels. I can't just pick up and go all the time. So great, great question to ask. Yeah. And there's look, there's sub questions uh, to ask within that category. If you want to get into, you know, <clears throat> how are you going to how are we going to discipline our children? Do you believe in spanking or do you believe in what 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 kind of methods of discipline do you do you believe in? Um, you know, how much time do you uh, feel is appropriate to be for them to be watching TV versus, you know, doing a other thing, a extracurricular activity. There's so much um, to get into there, but you know, and, and those are as you get deeper and deeper in the relationship, but um, um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I have, I have it in my dating prep book right here. I got a section on our family tree. What would you like to see on our family tree? What branches would we like to have on our family tree? And it's talking about your financial branch, your spiritual branch, your creative branch, your integrity branch, your physical health branch. There's a lot of different love branch, emotional, mental health branch. You got to ask how strong are these different branches in our family? Because kids need to make sure that ain't no branches going to fall on them, that nothing's going to cave in in the family. And it talks about a lot. I got a lot of good questions here that really help y'all really process when it comes to children. I think I got one right here. It says, um, how many kids would you like to have and why? I got the card game to go with it. As a family, how will we raise our children? What are your views on disciplined children? You see what I'm saying? It's a lot of questions, man. So this book would be a good resource. And uh, some of these questions that we're talking about today are in the book. And, and it's very important that you really get deep. Don't just have a surface answer. Like, oh, that's cool. No, get deep. Growth is in the details. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you pointed it out because all jokes aside, like that, that book is a really good resource as far as like, I mean, if you're look, you talking about getting married to somebody for the next 60, 70, 80 years of your life, like the trajectory of your life is going to largely have to do with who you choose um, to join with, to, to do life with. So it's something that you definitely want to invest in getting information about making sure that you're asking the right questions, making sure that you are filtering out and, and aligning yourself with the right person. So watching this podcast is a great way to invest in yourself. Buying the book, Dating Prep, is a great way to invest in your future and in, in, in the relationship that you know, you're know you going to be getting into. So def that's definitely a good resource. I'm glad you brought that up, J.E. Um Mm -hmm. And also, and also want to add, man, making children is one thing, but raising them. I got questions here, like what are, what would be y'all's family traditions? Because traditions affects children. You know what I'm saying? Like, like does he like what is Christmas gonna be like? You know what is what is summer gonna be like? 
You know, do y'all go to the beach? Do y'all not do nothing? Is this guy type of guy that didn't grow up with a big family or grew up with too big of a family? And 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 are, are you used to big family picnics? Like that happened with me and my wife. I grew up in a very, very small, tight-knit family. She grew up in a large family. It took a lot for me to adjust to their traditions. Yeah. And then I fell in love with them. I grew in love with them. And now it's like, cool, I want to do that with our children. You see what I'm saying? So family traditions are important. Uh, um, what memories do you want to create? Because money, man, you got to understand, money don't raise kids. Money don't. You got to, kids want memories. They don't want money. Oh, this should do. I loved you. I bought your shoes, didn't I? No. How, what type of memories do you want to make for your kids? So there's a lot of different questions. A marriage of legacy. What do you want your family to be known for? Because kids... <clears throat> You just can't make them. You got to raise them. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We're going to head and keep it moving to. But, the... but oh. before we do. Oh, you got your song ready, BD. You didn't even, you didn't even study your song. Get the lyrics. Well, in the meantime, all those people that are watching on the Coach Josh page, unfortunately, we're going to stop here. If you want to hear the rest of the four questions, as well as you want to hear um that our top five beverages you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. if you want to hear that top five beverages the link to the full podcast will be below let me go ahead and post it in the uh, chat box so that you guys can go right over to the good guys page and if you haven't already subscribed man what you doing what you doing what's your life mm. see what i'm saying missing so out. Missing out <clears throat> what you're, you're missing out that's what you're doing that's what you're really doing. So let me go ahead and post this link for you guys and gals on the good guys page or on the Coach Josh page so that you all could go ahead and head on over. Come head on. There you go. In the room. Oh, 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 oh. In the room. Jesus is my doctor and he writes out all of my prescriptions prescriptions you ain't going to the right church you pronouncing the words wrong I'm right no my description mm, my <laughs> bad yeah I, I i pronounced the whole word with proper diction that's not right that's no not right. no and we with the churches i grew up in there was no diction okay gotcha uh it gives me all of my medicine in the room We'll see y'all over on the good guys page. Come on in the room. All right. <laughs> we are now exclusively mm -hmm. on the good guys page. Come on. All in. right. Point number two. Point number two. I lost my place. All right. Uh, ambition level. All right. <clears throat> this is definitely a conversation that you want to have. Um, look, y'all got to be on the same page. He might want to, you know, he might be perfectly fine working a nine to five and making this out that he's making and having, you know, a two bedroom apartment or a little uh, three, you know, uh, three bedroom apartment, whatever the case may be. And that's, you know, nothing more. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like nothing wrong with that. 
you might be in a position where you want to be an entrepreneur. You want to, you know, have your own business. Um, and you, you know, you might be shooting for the stars. Like you want the house on the lake. You want the 5,000 square foot, you know, brick house on the lake. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But y'all need to be on the same page. You know what I mean? Because otherwise you're going to be pressuring him or and vice, vice versa. It could be could be either way. But I'm just saying one if one person is not really about that life um, and, and another person is, then you guys are going to, you know, butt heads like, you, you know, you're going to be wanting the other person to. Hey, are you are you working towards a promotion? Are you are you know are you trying to make more money or whatever, or whatever the case may be? And they're not going to be like that's not what they value. Different people have different values. So he might value you know <clears throat> just strictly family time. As long as I got my family and we spending time together and we love each other, that's all that matters. And quite frankly, at the end of the day, that's the truth. <laughs> it is all that matters. Uh, you know, some people want things in addition to that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if that's how he feels and that's what he values more than, you know, the, you know, the the material wealth or, you know, the generational wealth or whatever the case may be, then you guys are on two different pages. And so either, you know, you need to find somebody else who's kind of who, who's, whose vision, whose who's ambition, whose motivation level is the same as yours so y'all can push each other. Or y'all need to, I guess, come to some kind of understanding or I, I don't know what the case may be. But to me, it's probably going to be a situation where you would want to maybe go your separate ways because somebody's going to feel like they're compromising. Somebody's going to feel like they're you know, losing themselves in the relationship uh, just to make it work. And at that point, you don't really have to do that. Once you get married and you didn't have these conversations and you find this out. Well, then it's up to you to make that thing work out like it. But what we want you to do is avoid getting into that situation. So ask these questions beforehand. Find out what their level of ambition is and find out what their goals, what their <coughs> dreams, um, what their purpose is. And see if that kind of lines up with where you're trying to go. If it doesn't, you might want to go in a different direction. If it does, hey. You guys can build, you know, build an empire together or, you know, whatever the case may be. If you guys both are just fine, you know, middle, lower, middle, whatever, whatever class you guys are comfortable in and you guys are happy together. That's beautiful, too. It doesn't really matter. It's just the only thing that what matters is you guys being on the same page. Yeah. You got to make sure you understand a person's um, speed in regards to ambition, because a lot of people's acceleration and 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 driving or is is over the speed limit that requires success in family. A lot of people's ambitions are running over families. So you got to understand society is not built for the family unit. It's not. A lot of careers are not built to sustain family. Some most careers or a lot of careers are built with ambitious limits that really wears the family unit out. Uh, people working 60 hours a week, uh, people working 40 hours and then uh, working six hours on the side. And, and if you're not tailored um, for each other and you don't have the spirit of God dwelling in both of y'all, there won't be anyone to gauge the speed. 
See, when you have the Holy Spirit in each other, he'll let you know. And if you're submitted to him, he'll let you know you're going a little bit too hard in this season. Uh, your son needs you right now. Your daughter needs you. Your wife needs you going too hard. Your husband, you'll be able to have someone that will speak it to your conscience to say, you need to slow the gaze down. You're going faster. During this uh, um, stretch of your marriage, this is the speed limit. Maybe a year from now, uh, maybe you can increase to 10 miles, 10 extra miles per hour. Maybe you're able to be ambitious and your wife supports it and your husband supports it and it really uh, helps. But you can't keep, you can't be lead footed. You can't keep your foot on the gas and then you, you pass by your family. You got to be able to have the Holy Spirit that says, we're going, you're going too fast, slow down, give attention where it needs to be. And that's a very important question to ask, like, and to really hear what they're saying. Don't just ask these questions, hear the tone, the fluctuation, how they light up. That will kind of let you know if they're really, yeah, you might really idolize this thing. Anywhere there's idolatry, expect the speed to be faster in that area expect it to be you're in second place to that you're in third place to that uh that's why god has to be number one not that person's ambitious uh, uh ambitions and and it's just one of those questions you gotta ask like where how far you want to go in your career research that man's career research that woman's career uh, uh really uh really understand what embodies that career path and ask yourself is this really for me because if you're a type of woman or a man that says, I really care about family, there's some change. There's some cuts you got to make in life. There's some cuts me and BD have to make. When we were single, ambition, just let's go. I could be up to four in the morning. You know, I can do whatever. But when you got a family, you got to you gotta be able to close the laptop and say, okay, babe, what you need? And you may have that frustrated face for about five seconds, but that's normal. That's understandable. But you know what comes first. But you got to ask them where you want to go in life. What's your ambitions? What level is it? If you're not able to level up to that ambition level, then that person may not be the one for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go ahead and keep it moving to the next question that you need to ask. Talking about questions that you need to ask while you're dating, before you get married. You want to find out if they have any you know, bad habits, things that they struggle with, if they have any addictions. You want to ask these questions. Um, and, you know, it, it's kind of an uncomfortable uh, area to breach. And but. For the sake of your future, for the sake of future heartaches and 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 and, and you know hardships, sometimes you got to have uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, right. So you got to find these things out. You know, do they struggle? Did I mean you know? Do uh, do they struggle with gluttony like JE and BD do? You know, that might be an issue of concern. You know, it could lead to you know. Uh, health health issues down the road if if they're not able to control that um you know do they have what kind of do they have any other addictions do they have substance abuse issues uh you know are there are there you know mental um mental health issues that may or may not need to be addressed these are things that you need to find out and it's not that you know these are necessarily things that 
cause you to end the relationship, but you need to be aware of these things and know what you're getting yourself into. Um, if that's the situation you, and from there you can, you can pray on it you can listen to the spirit of God to tell you, Hey, this is something that, you know, is within my realm of, you know, grace and, and, and patience and willing to work with this person. Or if this is something that I need to hit a J E pivot and go in a different direction. So you got to ask these questions and number one, you have to ask the questions. You also have to observe because <laughs> yeah. sometimes everybody's not just going to be forthcoming with all of their struggles and the things that they deal with. So you got to watch, you got to, you got to keep an eye and see, are there any unhealthy patterns that you notice? Um, you want to know about those things because getting married is not just an automatic fix all for anything that ails you. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think some people believe that sometimes that, you know, oh, I struggle with this, but when I get married, it's not going to be an issue anymore. Cause I have my wife like, no, that's mm -hmm. don't, don't bring your baggage into the marriage and think that that's going to fix it. You need to fix yourself first, become whole first, and then you can get married to somebody else. And, and, and that's not to say that you're going to be perfect when you get into a marriage, but if you do have addictions, if you do have, you know, unhealthy struggles, like real struggles, not just, you know, okay, I'm going to Bojangles every now and again. I could probably eat healthier. Like, no, I'm talking about real addictions. Those are things you need to try to resolve before you get married. Because all you're going to do is drag that into the marriage. And now not only is it affecting you, but it's affecting somebody else too. If you have kids, now it's affecting your kids. So you need to find these things out before you get married so that you can hear from the spirit of God and make a, and make an <clears throat> Uh, spirit-led decision on whether or not to proceed with this person. And that's why you got to always observe your disposition. Your disposition must be a dependent one in regards to God, not a desperate one. Because when you're desperate, you'll think, oh, I got grace for that. Or you'll have a, a savior's complex and be like, oh, I could save him from that. You know, do you know what the psalmist J. Cole said? Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Uh. Don't save him. He don't want to be saved. You see what I'm saying? Like people really don't want to be saved. They love their addiction more to you because of what they do. But you, people with addiction has to understand that God will never uh, do addition where there is addiction. Mm. He will never do addition where there is addiction. If he knows you struggling with something that's going to play a major role in causing uh, what he deems as honorable in regards to marriage to sink, he's not going to add a spouse to you, which means most people who don't deal with their addictions, they set themselves up to settle or they go outside of the God's passions and do what they want to do. And then now this person who was dumb enough to be with them suffers the consequence of a person that didn't get rid of that addiction. This is real. Imagine being married to someone with a lust addiction or with a uh, eating addiction or emotional eating um, or, or any of the such. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, they're, boom, marriage going downhill. You're sinking now because you're adding unnecessary weight to the ship. You know what I'm saying? And now this person has to deal with whether, and the thing I heard someone say about this, um, the difference between a pandemic and another type of of oh, like a hurricane is that a hurricane you know when it's going to end uh. it's going to come through cool we know once it passes it's over a pandemic that we're in no people are panicking because they don't know when is it going to end 
They said one month. Now it's two months. Now it's five months. See what I'm saying? So with an addiction, you don't know when that person's going to get over it. You don't know if it's going to be two months, six years, the whole marriage. So you got to be sensitive to the spirit of God and be like, what is this person doing? When I saw someone post a comment that says, what if they don't talk about their addiction? The Holy Spirit knows everything, but it's still, you still should ask and ask with your eyes or observe with your eyes. You know that man going a little bit too hard on them chicken wings. <laughs> going a little too hard. Or you notice that every time around this peak of his job, he gets distant. She gets distant. Their emotional eating. Always observe when they're, because I lived emotional eating. Observe, you had a bad day at work? Maybe you're looking at that bad day too badly. Like you look, It wasn't that bad of a day. You made it to the end of it. That doesn't mean, Josh, you got to go get two honey buns. Deal with it. But most people, they already made a deal with their addiction because they just want to be satisfied by it. So you got to ask these kind of questions, man. And there you go, Aries. Gut feelings are protection. Talk about it. Trust that gut. Yeah. And when the Holy Spirit say, yo, she a little bit on her Instagram, a little bit too long. He's over there. He's over there. That's his third plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't that, you know, you are you're talking to doesn't want to talk about it. That's I mean, that's a red flag. That's now, red again, flag. we're not talking about the first and second date. Nah. We're talking about y'all are in y'all have established. Hey, we are dating. You know, we're trying to see where this thing goes. If you you know, if you're doing it the way that we promote, like you're not you're being intentional by everything that you do. So you're not just casually dating. You're dating to see if this is somebody that you could spend the rest of your life with. So if I'm if we're talking about me investing in the rest of my life with you, mm. I need to know these questions. If you're not willing to get when 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 you talk about when you look at stocks, stock <clears throat> companies have to provide annual reports to stockholders because they want to know. If I'm going to invest this money into your company, I need to know everything you got going on. I need to know your income. I need to know your expenses. I need to know everything. That's why they send those out. It's the same thing because you're investing more than that. You're investing the rest of your life. Life. So you need to know everything. Again, doesn't have to be all in one conversation. Definitely doesn't need to be on the first or the second date. But as you guys are dating and courting, Mm. yes. You need we need to have these conversations. And yes, I need these answers. And if they can't provide those answers, then I'm not investing in you. Listen, self-love leads to self-care. Those who rush don't like themselves because whether you whether you understanding or not, you got to know everything. Don't wait till they show everything because marriage is when you're going to see everything. You got to know everything before they show everything. And 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 that's why we look at the interview process, B.D., don't they have more than in most cases they have more than one person in the room interviewing in most cases don't they uh what i put here in most cases don't they have don't they ask for references yep but if if companies because companies are making a partnership that's a relationship i'm hiring you for your skill sets and i'm reimbursing you financially with benefits these benefits must match your require uh, your in order for you to get these benefits, you got to meet the requirements. 
That's why you got to look at what the word of God said. This is this is what is required in a marriage. This is what is required in a man. This is what's required in a woman from God. And if God requires it, I require it because my benefits are too valuable. And most people, when they think benefits, they think <clears throat> uh, 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 sexually or physically, intimately. They think that. No, your time is a benefit. Your emotions are a benefit. Your mind is a benefit. Your, your listening is a benefit. Your presence is a benefit. And you got to treasure it or you're going to lose it. And someone's going to squander it and, and <clears throat> steal uh, paper clips and steal from the job and not work, show up late, leave early because you didn't pad no value to it. That's right. That's absolutely right. All right, we're going to go ahead and keep it moving to the fourth question. Talking about questions that you need to ask while you are dating someone. Fourth question you want to ask and we want to get into is religion, okay, and their 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 belief system. Um obviously like as good guys what we preach, you know, foundation is that that person has a relationship with God. Um if they don't have that then I'm sorry you know the bible talks about it birds of a feather flock together how can you know um to be how can two be how in agreement walk together let's walk together agree. unless there you go mm -hmm. it was it was i was it was there no it was in it was your there. heart it was in it your was, heart it's in my heart that's all that matters <laughs> um so if they don't have that at all then you need to go the other way quite frankly um because you know in a marriage you're going to go through life together and life's going to have ups and downs and you're going to have trials and you're going to have tribulations. And if they don't have that relationship mm. with God, they're going <clears> to <throat> respond differently than how you do, because they don't have that uh, confident assurance that God is in control of the situation. And whether, you know, it, it is a, that every, the confidence that to know that everything works out for our good and that God is, is working everything and God is controlling the situation. They don't know that if they don't have a relationship with God. So they're panicking. So they're making decisions based on, you know, how they feel. They're making decisions based on emotion versus decisions uh, based off of faith in God. So if they don't have a relationship with God, it's a done deal. It should be a done deal. Um, but what you really do have to focus on is because sometimes people say they have, you know, a relationship with God. People say they're Christian, but there there's there's levels, there's right? Levels. There's levels. Um a lot of people, and sometimes a lot of people agree on the core essentials of the faith. You know, uh, God died, God sent his son, uh, Christ, uh, Jesus Christ to die for our sins, um, so on and so forth. But sometimes it's, you know, there's, there's little differences within different sects, uh, sex, sex, S-C-C-T-S. Yeah. Just making sure. Within Christianity that, you know, different, um, different people believe different things or different people have different standards. So you want to make sure that you guys are on the same page when it comes even to those things. Um, because, you know, if you're a person who like, look, just keep it a buck, me and my wife, you know what I'm saying? We saved, but we can be a little ratchet sometimes. All right. So sometimes we watch their reality TV and we might listen, you know, to a song that's not Christian. Uh, whereas, you know, you have other people, who don't listen to <laughs> who listen to Kirk and Fred and uh, and that's it and there's nothing right. wrong with that not Fred 
mostly Fred, a little Kirk sprinkled in there, but mostly Fred. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, but if you guys aren't on the same page, then it's going to be an issue. You know what I mean? So that, that I mean, that's one of those little things <clears throat> that you don't really think about. You're like, oh, yeah, you go to church. Yeah, I go to church, too. Well, what church do we go to? You know what I'm saying? What do they believe over in that church? What they believe in this church? Do you guys agree on some of, you know, the 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 the, the gray areas, um, if you will? Um, the things that aren't explicitly stated concrete word for word in the scripture. How do you guys feel about those things? What kind of standards do you have uh, in your relationship, in your walk with God? Those are things that in discussions that you want to have before you get married. Yeah, man, like there's levels to this, man. I have a lot of notes on that, man. I, I got these four C's, man, because many people uh, relationally in most situations, in most Christian relationships, they, they agree on the core essentials. They agree on the core essentials. It is what goes beyond the core essentials. We're talking about the tenets of salvation and what is required. People believe in those. There's a lot of people that are agreeance on the core. Now, what about the character? You can believe in the core essentials, but do you have the character of the essentials? Not only do you have to believe in a share in agreeance in the character of the essentials, you also got to share in the choices from the essentials. Not everybody has core essential. Not everybody has core essential beliefs, but not everybody's going to make decisions at the level. And you also got to understand what are the capacity. Because just because I marry you, you may be called. Not everybody's called to the fivefold ministry. So even though y'all got the core essentials, don't mean y'all got the capacity of the essentials. It don't mean that you are, are built to, 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 to be a pastor's wife or to be a pastor or, the, or fivefold. You might just be a layman. So y'all agree on the core essentials, but do y'all agree in character of the essentials, the choices from the essentials and the capacity about which you carry the essentials? Also, you got to examine their fruit. The Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. Yes, he was talking about the Pharisees, not Pharisees, but the false prophets. But this is across the board. Now, what are the fruits of the spirit? You got love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the marks of the fruit that you have to examine. When you read the text, it says the fruit of the spirit, not the fruits. Many people look at that list as love is its own fruit. Maybe love is more like an apple. Then, or joy is its own fruit. Joy seems like it's a yellow color. So joy is a banana. Or people think that peace is a fruit and peace seems like it's a green fruit. So maybe kiwi. So people think that it's the fruits of the spirit as if it's their own individual fruits. No, the fruit of the spirit means you can't have one without the other. So you can't have joy without love. You can't have uh, peace without joy. You can't have patience without peace. You can't have kindness without patience. You can't have goodness without kindness. You can't have faithfulness, gentleness, self-control without goodness. Most people look at that text and they think it's just, oh, that's cute and cuddly. No, love is first. Love produces joy. When you have the love of God in your life, you now begin to have contentment and joy in the Lord. Joy then produces a perspective that brings in peace. You can't have peace without joy. Peace then births patience. When you're peace at peace, you're not pressed. So what happens is I don't mind being patient because I am in service to the providential one, right? 
Patience then bursts kindness because the more patient you are, the more kind you are. Kindness then produces goodness, which is good deeds. And goodness floods into faithfulness, floods into gentleness, floods into self-control. If that person is not perfected by God's love and fear is running rampant in his or her life, none of these fruits are going to be at the level they need to sustain a relationship. You got to measure do are you in love with God? Do you understand God's love? Or do when you get in moments of doubt, are you out? Or when you're in moments of doubt, do you spend seven months in pout and pouting all the time? So love then floods into that, and you can measure if the, the top half of these fruits or these top uh tenets of the fruit are in life based upon their self-control, their gentleness, and their faithfulness. If they're not faithful, if they're not gentle, if they don't have self-control, my friend, then the real heavy lifters, and when it comes to comes to the Spirit of God, is not in their life. It's deeper than just sharing core essentials. It's deeper than this. Because you ain't gonna be able to fight no warfare if y'all warring against each other. Right. So you got to examine their fruit. Not you can examine their beliefs because me, the Bible says men that day will say, Lord, Lord, <laughs> have I not done this for you? Have I not done that for you? And Christ said, I never knew you. Jesus also said in the word of God, he says, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So people will tell you what they believe and give you lip service. But do they have a life of service? That's what you got to think about, my friends. Absolutely. All right. And the final question, and this isn't an exhaustive list. There's more questions that you could definitely ask. Like we talked about, pick up the book Dating Prep uh, by Josh. It's pretty, uh, pretty thorough, pretty extensive on topics that you need to discuss while dating. But the last question we're going to talk about tonight on this podcast um, is talking about uh, levels of attachment. And we're talking about primarily with family and also to a lesser degree friends um but definitely family um you want to you want to talk about the 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 family relationships you know you you want to get into what their relationship with their mom is what their relationship with the dad is you know do they have a good relationship do they not have a good relationship um you know uh, uh, do they have uh like je said you know a very a close knit and large family where they have traditions. Do they meet up every Sunday after church for dinner? Do they meet up, you know, every Saturday morning for a morning job? Whatever the case may be, you want to know these things. How attached are they? You know, do do they do they absolutely need to live, you know, within a certain radius of their extended family? Are they open to moving, you know, uh, moving away from family? You want to know these things, you know, the things are good. Like life is going to happen. Job opportunities may come along and you might have a job opportunity that, uh, that comes uh, halfway across the country. And they're like, no, I'm not moving away from my family. Well, that's the conversation that you guys are going to have to have. Um, but if you already know ahead of time, hey, look, we already had this conversation when we were dating. I already know. Like she not if, if it's not within an hour of the family it's not going to fly. So we don't even have to reach this conversation. They come with the, you know, the, the interview request, <clears throat> go ahead and shoot them down because I need, I need my family to be my, my house to be peaceful. I don't even want to start the argument. I already know what it is. You don't have this conversation. 
opportunities arise, you know, or you just, hey, you know, I want to pick up. I want to move to a different city. And and you bring it up and y'all now y'all button heads. Now y'all got an argument because you didn't ask these questions on the front end. Um, what is what are their levels of attachment to their family family? Um, what levels of attachment do they have to their friends? Some people have a best friend or friends or a group of friends that they are extremely close to. Um, how often do they hang out? How often do they meet up? What kind of things are they doing when they hang out? Um, you know what I mean? Do they understand? Do they have an understanding that when you get married, you know, that some of that time may have to be cut back a little bit? Or do they expect you to operate under the assumption that, you know, this is the time that they're going to be spending with their friends and you're going to have to get what's left over after that? Um, you got to find out these things. OK, relationships with family, relationship with friends. You want to know what their level <clears throat> of attachment is there. And like I said, not only what their level of attachment is, but do they have an understanding that sometimes not sometimes all the time when you get married, some of those relationships should change. Yeah. You know, if they have if they have a group of friends who are all single. Are they are they aware that when you get married, you're not going to be, you know what I mean, hanging out with them like you were before? Not to say you can't. You got to cut them all off. Not at all. But they still single. You're not single no more. So you really shouldn't be hanging out with them like that. Um, do you understand that that's something that relationships are going to have to change to a certain extent when you get married? Do they have that kind of level of maturity and understanding? If they don't, then that's a conversation you guys want to have and kind of, you know, break that, break that down and, and, and come to a level of understanding. And if not, then maybe you need to let them stay over there with their friends and you find somebody who understands, you know, how marriage works and, and how relationships uh, mature and change. Me and yep. J.E. Mm -hmm. have been best friends since high school. You know what I mean? And when we were both single, we hung out all the time. We'd get Hang out all day, hooping. Go get a haircut, hoop some more. Uh, you know, go get something to eat. Hang out at Waffle House, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But when we get when we got married, that changed. We still yeah. have a friendship. That doesn't mean me and Je aren't friends anymore. But we understand that. All right, now we're married. Relationships change. Relationships evolve. We have different a different set of responsibilities now. So if you're if you're talking to somebody who doesn't have that kind of maturity, that kind of understanding, that could be an issue. I can't, you know, I, I can't get married and still have maintain the exact same relationship mm -mm. with J.E. because that's going to be to the detriment of my marriage. And when I get married, I have different priorities. There's nothing more important. Uh, my relationship with God and then my marriage is number two. Right. So. Um, you got to understand that and you have to have someone who understands priorities and how relationships uh, change when you get into a marriage. And trust me, piggybacking off what BD said that last part, you're going to lose some friends like that because most friends don't have that mentality. See, I already knew when BD got married before I did, I already knew what to expect. It was nothing like, dang, bro, where you been? It's like, bro, it is what it is. But the foundational thing that the word of God says, it says when a man, he leaves his mother and father and cleave. That goes to women, too. You got to leave and cleave. 
the closest, the second closest attachment you're going to have in this life outside of God should be after God is your spouse. <clears throat> All of the attachments, it gets a little loose. Now that means that don't mean I cut you off. That just means that we'll see you when we see you. Right. And the people who don't understand that mentally are the people that shouldn't be, shouldn't have a voice in your unit. But I have a ton of questions that talks about this. And I want y'all, I'm just going to read them real quickly. And I want you to think about each question. I got questions that says, what is your mom's name? What is your dad's name? Good questions. What are their names? Who raised you? And how was your experience? Good question to ask. Who raised you? Was it your mom? Was it your uncle? Was it your grandma? Who raised you and how was your experience? Next question is, which family elder are you closest to and why? Maybe maybe you grew up with your pops, but your uncle was the closest one to him. Who were you closest to growing up and why? How close are you to each of your parents? Is there any type of wounds? Because they may not be positively attached to their family. They're negatively attached. And so now that negative attachment because of how that parent wounded them is affecting your relationship, right? Next question is, real quickly, what are some of your family's traditions? We talked about that. How much of an influence do they have on you and your relationships or other decisions? Does he always run to mama? Does she always run to daddy? And now all of a sudden, now dad and mom's voice have some kind of way of affecting how you plan on leading the home. How much of an influence do they have a mindset that says, you know what? We got the Holy Spirit. Thank you, mom and dad. We'll come to you if we need you. But we got it from here. Hey, that's a major one right there. That's gems. Yeah. Next question is, what is a negative attribute about your family that may affect you now or in the future? What happened? negatively what what's what's a positive attribute about your family and how would that affect your future what's something how because home will affect your next home how you was raised in one home will determine how you are going to raise the home you're in if you're not healed from it or they are your healing right in what ways could your upbringing affect your future relationships in a good or bad way next question What's one good memory you have of your upbringing? What's one bad memory you have about your upbringing? These are deep questions. How big is your family? What would you like to see on our family tree? Now we're getting into, I heard all your questions about what happened here. Now let's talk about us. And when you ask these kind of questions, my friend, you'll see if they're ready to leave and cleave. Because it ain't enough. I guarantee I've counseled people. People are trying to do God's will in their life, but their wife or husband is not ready to leave their home. You got to have a cleaver. <laughs> you got to have a lever and a cleaver. Beaver. Don't do that. Yeah. You have to say the beaver part because then they're going to be like, oh, I could take that with me. Okay. All right. It's you deep, y'all. Oh. We're done with these questions, but it's deep. Yeah. You just can't just take a surface level answer. Deep questions, you really get it. You, you really know what answer you're going to get from deep questions. Oh, you want a big family? Me too. Don't stop there. <laughs> Go deeper. Yeah, guys. Uh, next to the decision <clears throat> to accept Christ into your life and become, uh, become a born-again Christian, the decision of who you uh, decide to be your spouse 
is the biggest decision you will make in your life. All right. So we can't take it lightly. Like you can't just, oh, I think he looks cute or, oh, you know, he, I, I got some butterflies in my stomach and some infatuation and make a decision to marry somebody, to spend the rest of your life with somebody based off of that. We have to do some research. Okay. We have mm-hmm. to ask some questions. You wouldn't just invest somebody come up to you and say, hey, uh, I need $500 to, for you to invest in my uh, my startup company that I'm trying to get off the ground. Like you're going to have some questions for them. You're not just going to hand them $500. Mm-mm. All right. We're talking about a far greater investment than $500 here. We're talking about the rest of your life. Okay. So you got to ask these questions. You got to ask the tough questions. You got to ask the uncomfortable questions because it's going to save you heartache in the future. <clears throat> so I hope this was uh, valuable to you guys. I hope this added some value to you. Hope you got something from it. If you did and you're watching this at a later time, hop in the comments, let us know what you got from this episode. Um, and and, and uh, if you have any other questions that you can think of that are important to ask, drop those in the comments, drop them in the live chat, whatever the case may be, so that we can all, you know, uh, learn from each other and and pull together questions um that we can ask all right um it's that time of the podcast guys all right it's time for this week's top five we've got a good one this week all right this week we are doing our top five beverages all right you ready bd i'm ready man I'm What's excited. your number? Three? You ready for your number five, BD? I don't even know if I remember what my number five was. Man, because these 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 top five beverages, man, it's interchangeable. It depends on what season of life you're in. It does. It does. Not necessarily. Well, yeah, it is kind of. I, I put mine in a loose order. Loose. Order. Yeah, it's a loose. See, subject it's a, to change. It's, it's a loose order, and 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 even some of the things that's not in this list is because I had some nostalgia picks. I, I had some beverages that got me through some periods that got me through college, that got me through uh, high school sports. So I had to put them in there because those those beverages, if I go back to, still going to be good. Still going to be there for me. It's going to give me great memories or maybe how I overcame bad memories or bad moments. Okay. Uh, just to clear the record, we are not talking about adult beverages. No. Uh, we're the no. good guys. All yeah. right, so we're talking about non-alcoholic beverages. <clears throat> top five. Uh, top five. Number five for BD is, you don't even remember yours, do you? Lemon Lime Gatorade. I respect it, BD. See, go ahead, BD. That's yours. <clears throat> Come on. And now, you know, for for our ladies uh, who watch the podcast, maybe not in your top five. I don't know. But if you a hooper... Look, there's nothing like hooping and then afterwards going to the gas station and getting the two for three dollar. The two uh, for three dollars. 32 ounce Gatorade. And you see which picture I gave you, BD? I didn't get that little small Gatorade. Mm-mm, we got we got this one. Yeah. Yeah. No, you never get the no. What is this? Uh, a, a, a kid's YMCA, a, a church league basketball? <laughs> no. Thanks, mom. No. You get the 32 ounce or you go home and drink some water. Mm-hmm. All right. 
-hmm. lemon lime Gatorade. Okay. <clears throat> I it look, it's refreshing. I, it, water is good for you, and it in 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 you know it's important. But I I don't do too well with like straight water, Je. Like I I don't know, man. Bruh, I love water, BD. I love it, bro. I wish I did. I don't know when it happened, but at some point, I just I gotta even if I drink water, like I gotta put a little the the, the flavor in there, a little crystal light squirts thingies. Bro, you got you got some issues, bro. I do. It's not yeah. good. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. But um, lemon lime Gatorade. That's my number four. I mean five. Whoa, BD. Y'all right? Yeah. My number five. Mm-hmm. At Peach Knee High. <laughs> that Peach Knee High BD. What you know about that? See, this is the only soda I have in my top five. And I don't even drink this now. I I I, I because this is this is top five nostalgia picks. Okay. But this Peach Knee High BD, I'm a peach man. Now I don't like peaches. I like peach okay. drinks, peach flavors. Okay. I'm telling you, this peach knee high, bruh. The best soda of all time. No, no, no. It is number two to Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is good. I don't know if I have it as number one. I don't drink soda. I haven't drunk soda in years. The only soda, the closest I get to soda is probably ginger ale. But Dr. Pepper, number one. Then close 1B is Peach Knee High. Have you ever had Peach Knee High? I got put on this when I was a young man. I have never had knee high in my life. What? You never had peach knee high? No, I have never had peach. I don't even know what I don't even know what that is. You know why? Yeah, God. I, <laughs> I know, of course, because when I saw your list, I said this is a privileged beverage list. My list was struggle. This is what this, these are beverages that mom said, hey, this is what you're getting. <laughs> when you at the church, when you at the church fish fry, peach knee high was in there. When you at the fish fry. When you at the fish fry, peach <laughs> knee high. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Pib. You see what I'm saying? Dr. Pib, I mean, all these different, this is what was there. Peach knee high. When I tasted as a young man, I said, mom, every time I went to the gas station, I got me a little uh, Swiss roll, or I got me a fudge, a fudge round, mm -hmm. or I got me an oatmeal cream pie, and I got me a peach knee high. Man, you talking about sitting in that back seat, feet not touching the ground, and enjoying my life. My little twenty, my little twenty-five cent little Debbie snack, and my peach knee high, bro. That was good times. Good times. I ain't never heard of that. I mean, just so let's see. I'm not alone, Smoochie. That thank you. We 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 be we Smoochie. Be I don't think Smoochie lives in the states. Yes, she does. I think she does. Smoochie, Smoochie, go to your local gas station. Go to your quick trip. Go no, get you a peach knee high. It's over there in the soda section. Don't listen to BD. Don't get the peach knee high. B, wait till you see the rest of BD's list. You can't trust them. <laughs> How did you even get to know BD? You got to know him from the coach. Why do they call me coach? Because I got the plays. Okay? Go to your gas station after this podcast. Go to the get go, pull open it up and you're gonna see Niha. I know you're probably thinking Niha, maybe it's a Japanese company, but the Japs knew what they was doing when they made this <laughs> beverage. Okay. So I need for you to go to your gas station, get you some peach Niha, and let me know what your experience was. 
Don't do but it. But see, but you're talking to someone that doesn't even drink soda because since I was a little man, I, I cracked a little a little bit. I didn't like strong. I, that's why I knew I couldn't do alcohol. I can barely take soda. So I always drunk my sodas flat. I don't know peach knee high. I'm telling you, it will change your life. Uh, do yourself a favor and pass on peach knee high. Don't right. pass on. Look at that bottle. It says, try me. No, it doesn't. It says desperation. <laughs> hey, struggle. Des- desperate times. Yeah. Desperate beverage, bro. But this peach knee high got me through those many hours at that fish fry that I was ready to go home. No basketball goal around. I was sitting there just eating fish all day. BD's number four. <clears throat> oh, wish I was number five. Wish I was talking about nobody dropping their number fives. I think I think there's a delay, bro. I think there's a delay in our broadcast, bro. Mm. Let me let me get my phone out and see if anybody's posted anything. Yo, yeah, Smoochie, I drink sodas flat. Yep. That's how you know he's not to be trusted. Bruh, anybody in the chat right now, they, they, they drink their soda flat. You know what the vibes is. You wanted to be holy. <laughs> I don't see anyone. <laughs> no, listen, holiness is those who are holy drink their sodas flat because they don't want no, they don't want no bubblies to make them feel, uh, they don't want no no closeness to no 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 alcohol or anything like that, BD. We don't want to burn non-exophagus. We like smooth beverages. Then just get some Simply Peach. Simply Problem Peach solved. wasn't made back then, BD. Well, it is now. So there's and no reason is, for and, you to have and, peach and it's on my list. Okay. Oh, man. Anyway, right. number four. Number four. Minute made berry punch. And I'm to, to be honest, I don't even, I, I don't remember what my list is because I'm trying to think of what in the world I have higher than Minute Made Berry Punch. That's what I was confused. I was like, BD? I feel yeah. like it should be higher on my list, but I, yeah, I'll reserve, I'll wait because may, uh, there has to be a reason why it's at number four. But Minute Made Berry Punch is one of the greatest fruit juices there of all is. Time. Yes. It that like it's so delicious. It's so refreshing. It, it you just can never go wrong with a cold glass of Minute Made Berry Punch. I've never struggled with drinking, you know, <clears throat> alcoholic alcoholic beverages and things like that. You know why? Because you can't tell me that there is an alcoholic drink that is more satisfying than a cold, refreshing glass of Minute Made. Berry punch. AD. Man, this beverage right here. Look at the innovation. Look, look at the way it's shaped. Mm. Because those trips to Walmart, BD, we had to we had to carry it. Yes, it was heavy, but it was enough to do this. It was enough for me to just drink it out of the out of the jug as I was walking from Walmart, BD. I think that's my favorite. That that's the best thing about the Minute Maid Berry Punch. You can get that big thing at Walmart. My my wife had the nerve. I look, we've been married for nine years. Just celebrated our nine year anniversary last week. Uh, pat on the back to us. Um, and it, it it took it took some it took a while. It took a while because she would go to the store and she would get the Minute Maid Berry Punch in the little carton. In what? The carton. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? That's one night. You know what I mean? That's one yeah. night of me watching Sports Center. That's gone. I need you to get that 
I need the the jug. If you look, if you need me to come out to the car and carry those in the house, I got you. Don't worry. Stop. I'll stop whatever I'm doing. Whatever. And I'll carry those jugs in the house. Whatever. Don't worry about that. But I need those jugs. Okay. Whoa, huh? Oh, you're talking about the oh <clears throat> wow, dang. Sorry. Man, this beverage right here, BD. I don't know why they put minute made because it literally probably the minute is going to be gone in a minute. <laughs> this right here, bro, those long trips, I got it higher than you. You didn't think your list through. I might not have. It should probably be higher on my list. I can't even mess with this drink right now, bro, because I'll be diabetic. Mm-hmm. I'll be mm-hmm. diabetic. Nope, can't do it. You can't just <clears> drink <throat> one. Cl- you, you can't just drink one glass. Like that's all. Like it's almost like a dessert, Je. Like at the yeah. end of the day, I get a couple, maybe like three ice cubes and just some minute made berry punch, and just sit down on the couch and just. There's nothing better, man. It's 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 got a. It's just the smoothness of it. Yeah. The the, the it's just, and when it's cold, this might be the best cold beverage of all time when this thing is chilled right oh maybe it's the container i think it might be the container them people at minute made i hope they got the uh the patents on this because i think it's the jug that makes that thing it's deceptive you don't know if it's cold but when you open that thing oh when that thing is because this thing is nasty when it's warm Mm-mm. This thing is no good if it's not chilled. If I felt that bottle, I'm like, oh, it's not chilled enough. I'll wait until I put it in the freezer for a while. Yeah. How do you <clears> feel about the fruit punch? This is better than the fruit punch. The fruit punch, I was never a fan of the fruit punch. I'm not either. I mean, you know what I mean? Because when you taste this, you can't go back. You can't. Like, you know, if we got the fruit punch at the crib, I mean, you know, I'll drink it, but it's not like the berry punch. No, it's not even close. I think they made the fruit punch and was like, uh, everyone's got fruit punch. Men and May made that berry punch. The kids will probably like the fruit punch. I think that's what they're that 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 that, that was their training. Yeah. Thought. Yeah. The berry punch, that's a grown that's, that's a grown for the adults. Drink. That's the adults. Yeah. See, the berry punch is for the adults. That's, that's our the, adult beverage. That's for the grown <clears throat> and saved right there. Yeah. Only for Babe. the grown and saved. Oh man, I might get some glasses. And you know, might make get a nice little candlelight dinner, man, for my wife, bro. And be like, babe, I got something special in the fridge for you. And we gotta break out the, you know, we gotta break out something special tonight. Some special night. She gets I open that door, bring out a big gallon of that mint, babe. Don't <laughs> you can't even pull that out, sexy. <laughs> you, <laughs> hold your hold your glass, hold your glass. It's gonna yeah. come out. Yeah. <laughs> You like that, don't you? Yeah, you like it. <laughs> special night. We got the we bring it out. The we bring it out. <laughs> as we pull out as, as if we bring it out some crystal. You're right, <laughs> bro. That's right here for special occasions, BD. Mm-hmm. All right, my number four. Mm-hmm. A two way tie. Oh, here you go. No. You cannot serve both Gatorade and body armor for either you will love the one and hate the other. You have to, you cannot serve both Gatorade and body armor. You have to choose one. Uh, uh, bro, this, this, I'm, I'm stuck because this is my Gatorade now. What? But, but, but that Glacier Cherry Frost BD? 
Hey, that's it. That I had the lemon lime number one. That is a close number two. Like it has risen drastically through the through the charts of Gatorade oh. flavors. Because <clears throat> it didn't case, used to be. No. I wasn't really on it back in the day. I was on it. See, I see. I'm always my eyes are innovative when it sees potential. See, BD is a type of guy. That's the difference between us two. <laughs> BD is a stuck in the past kind of guy. Who's drinking lemon lime right now? Nobody's drinking lemon lime right now. I still do. That's great. When I saw this white cherry, glacier cherry, and and they have it, they have it right there at your face. They have like the the lemon limes and the fruit punches and the at the bottom row. Mm-hmm. They put these nice berries. I, I came, I opened the door. I said, after one game, after one practice, I said, oh, glacier frost, <laughs> cherry. Hey, let me get that. Yeah, I ain't turned back since. Well, yeah. I don't drink Gatorade now, but if I go back to Gatorade, I'm going right to the Glacier Cherry Frost BD. Okay, what's this body armor malarkey? Come you on, have going man, on that tropical punch body armor, bruh. That right there is good, man. <clears throat> I'm telling you, it's my Gatorade, bruh. It's better ingredients, and this is Kobe's drink, bruh. You're so disrespectful, bruh. Hey, props to Kobe. Rest in peace. Bro, have you ever had it? I have not. See, I have not. Wh- see, that's, look that's at that the- little bottle. What am I supposed to do with that, J.E.? Yeah, because the Glacier Frost, man, have you looked at the sodium? Have you looked at the sugar in it? Well, you can Come get on. the Gatorade Zero. They have the Gatorade Zero. Ain't nobody, bro, I don't do anything Zero. <laughs> we, we to the max, okay? Okay? <laughs> unhealthy <laughs> to the max? Unhealthy to the max, bro. If I'm going to, that's why I drink a bunch of water. But this is number four because we hoop, we get buckets, BD. Oh, yeah. We need our electrolytes, BD. Orange mango is your favorite? Okay. That's get- I can't mess with body. Oh, look at these fruity flavors. The tropical punch, orange mango. Oh, like, I just got the hooping. I don't right, want orange and they mango. Probably, they probably did that for this generation. That peach mango, though. <laughs> <laughs> That peach mango, though. No, that peach mango is my favorite, bro. But it's uh, I think it's like lower calories or no sugar or something like that. But that peach mango go hard, BD. Those two things do not go together. Peach mango and going BD, hard. BD, bro, bro, you gotta evolve, man. <laughs> you gotta see what else is out there in life, man. <laughs> You can't, bro. You still, my tried and trues, yeah, man. bro. I, I understand that. I got my tries and trues too, bro. But I want to see what these other things, if they do what they do, bro. You gotta sip on something greater than lemon lime, bro. It's okay. It's okay. Have the lemon lime in a tuck, but adventure. Go out there and taste some other things out there and see what's what's out there. You know what happened. I tried that. Uh, what is it? Uh, cucumber melon. Uh, See, that's your problem. And that's that's nasty. your problem. <laughs> it was nasty, man. Cucumber and what that else? Cucumber melon or something. That's it your was, problem. That's the you, nastiest you, you, thing you, I ever you, tasted, bro. You exotic bee. <laughs> Don't ever call me that again. <laughs> you exotic. Ever since I heard you. Ever since I heard that kiwi's your favorite fruit and you exotic bee. That's your problem. You saw the cucumbers. You was like, oh, okay, that's fancy. I'm exotic. You you know shirt off felt felt like you was at the beach. 
<laughs> no, nobody made right mind. They knew they that, that was for the soccer mom who bought the Gatorade for everybody else, and she out there in the sun. That's Karen's Gatorade. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah, they. I don't know what. Um, that was the when I saw one. when I saw that I was like, what cucumbers in my Gatorade? <laughs> I don't know what made me think that was a good idea. So, BD, what I want for you, what I want what I need for you to do? Okay. Tomorrow, I need you to go to that gas station. Okay. I want you to open up that Gatorade that Gatorade door, mm-hmm. and I want you to try something new, man. I'll think about it. Don't do no don't do no do no cucumbers. Stay away from the greens. Don't get no green Gatorade, BD. Yeah, none of the green ones are good. You got to get some that don't match the color of the drink they're talking about, like this Glacier Cherry Gatorade. Okay. Number three. This guy, bro. McDonald's Sweet Tea. This guy's diabetic. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) McDonald's Sweet Tea is the most diabetic uh, diabetes-inducing uh, beverage on the place uh, on the face of planet Earth. Um, sweet tea as a whole is 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 my number three. Cucumber melon. I thought she was talking about the Bath and Body Works. <laughs> wow, BD, that's your problem. Exotic B. <laughs> and he said we don't do cucumbers over here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do cucumbers. BD, you expose yourself. You know no black. When was the last time you had a cucumber? I don't think I ever had a cucumber in my life. <laughs> certain fruits and certain vegetables, we as men, we stay away from. <clears throat> oh, man, that's funny. Now, zucchini, yeah, I rock with that, okay? But I ain't messing with no cucumber, bro. I... I don't know. You oh, know, I, I do. You know what? I do. I do do cucumbers in my when I f- do fresh squeezed juices because of their health content. I do do cucumbers see. and um, celery. See, there you go. So but I we, was thinking along the, the same lines. You no, know? you was thinking oh, exotic. You, 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 your toes curled like you was at the beach, <laughs> and you was like, "Bruh, I want that cucumber melon." I'm, I'm I'm feeling real sexy now. I'm feeling like I'm alive. <laughs> I feel alive. I felt some Atlanta music in the background. I got a little tan going. I got, got a little, little tan going. Your uh-huh. waves is going to the shore just right. Your waves is flowing to the shore just right. Yeah, yeah. You had you 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 had that tight shirt and them skinny jeans on with the sandals, and then the you yep, you had a thong sandals on. Yeah. Only a man with a thong sandals and and skinny jeans and a, and a, and a, a Target. T-shirt is going to select cucumbers and melon. And oh. that right there, BD, is very sus. I was feeling myself at the time. I was. Yeah. And and look how it backfired on you. Yeah, it went wrong. It went terribly wrong. That lady, when you was checking out the guests, he was like, sir, you sure this is the Gatorade you want? And she, <laughs> and she, she looked at the way he was dressed. Oh, he didn't finish hooping. Oh, I know what he's about. <laughs> I know I know what this guy's about. Did you try it in Atlanta, BD? You didn't get that beverage in Atlanta, did you? Man, shut up. All right, McDonald's sweet tea. All right, sweet tea is number three overall. But uh, I don't know, man. I I feel like it's sacrilegious to say because normally it's always like Bojangles or Chick-fil-A. I think McDonald's might have the sweet tea game, man. I can't do sweet tea, BD. I don't like, I can't do caffeine, bro. Okay, well, for me. um, Diabetic B. Is the sweet tea of choice. They got the big, the 32 ounce for a dollar. 
Like you can't go wrong. That's not even tea. It's not. There's there's more sugar than there is tea in this drink. It's sugar, water, and maybe a tea leaf. That's yeah. Delicious. BD man, you got your blood work checked out. You diabetic, bro. Your legs numb. Oh. Do you do it? Bruh. I don't drink sweet tea all the time. Oh, I'm about to say, bruh. Normally sweet I tea drink. used to be a part of our culture, bruh, but I don't even I don't even sweet tea ain't even that good, bruh. Sweet tea is good. Nah, man. It's just it for, maybe because it makes me feel jittery. The sugar and the caffeine is a bad mix, BD. They're trying to kill us, BD. Okay. What's your number three, Jane? Oh, my number three, BD, is where this beverage belongs, BD. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. This right here, bro, I haven't tasted it probably since college. It's dangerous. What happens in Tulsa stays in Tulsa sometimes, bro. Yeah. What happens in one phase of your life must stay in that phase of your life. Facts. Because if I drink this right now, bro, I will be diabetic, just like diabetic B over there. I ain't going to speak that over you, BD. You're right. But at the same time, bro, because they're, they're, I can't have my wife. I'm going to the grocery store, babe. Be back shortly. And I'm thirsty. And I go to this. And I go to this refrigerator. And it's just me and this. <laughs> and I drink all of this, BD. Right. That's bad. Very. So that's my number three. And take Eddie's comment off the screen. We, we, we've established that at this point that we don't do cucumbers. No, All right. No, I made a mistake. Listen, man, when the prophet rebukes you, <laughs> a prophet's rebuke. The prophet's rebuke, let the rebuke stand. <laughs> he said that like it was scripture, right? We that is scripture, bro. Jesus didn't use no, Jesus didn't have no cucumbers on, the, on his glass, bro. I don't even think, I think that was one of those fruits that, that, that slipped through. God's imagination. God was like, oh, I ain't really mean to make cucumbers. Number two. Number two, BD. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a coffee man, so BD, that's not for me. Coffee. And not just any coffee. Cafe Bustelo. Express. Don't you ever, don't you ever, I got headphones on. Don't you ever say it like that, BD. Yeah. I put the accent on there. I hmm. did. Absolutely. On purpose. Okay. Uh, Always so pure and flavorful like no other. <laughs> what, do you, what do you be drinking, bro? Like hey, no man. other, BD? Bro, like bro, no you, other, bro. bro you grew up. Your life was good for you, BD. Hey, man. It, it's good coffee. All right. Coffee is essential. When you have kids, <clears throat> you're going to come around to seeing things my way. I don't You're know. Gonna realize the the I think it's the caffeine, bro. I don't know. You're going to need it. So you don't need it right now because you get to do what you want when you want. But when you have kids and you can't do what you want when you want, when you have a newborn baby that keeps you up all night crying, you're going to start using coffee. Hmm. I'll never forget when we had, when we, we went, uh, went to your wedding. Oh, yeah. We woke up the first, <laughs> the morning was, of the wedding. It was just me and Kenny left at the house. All the uh, all of your groomsmen who had kids, we went to go get coffee. <laughs> you ain't had no coffee maker at the crib. It was no. just you and Kenny at the house. And coincidentally, or not, y'all are the only ones that don't got kids. Makes sense. It I'm just appreciate it. Yeah, 
maybe is there another alternative than coffee? I mean, like, decaf coffee, decaffeinated coffee, but I mean, maybe, what's the point of that? Uh, caffeine makes me feel like I'm about to leave here, bro. Can't do caffeine, bro. Makes me feel makes me feel like uh, just a little just too shaky, bro. It's my number two because of the importance of coffee. Like I need coffee. I just you know like it. Then why you just didn't put Folgers, bro? Why Cafe Bustelo? Because the Folgers is not the best part of waking up. It's not the no. It's Cafe Bustelo. See when you're you know when you're you know an amateur coffee drinker, maybe you go for the Folgers. When you're a coffee connoisseur. Okay, uh, you drink the finer things. You drink the Cafe Bustelo, the espresso ground coffee. Okay, vacuum packed, one hundred percent pure. That's the good stuff. I don't know what Patty B is talking about. All bro, right. if your name is Patty B, you trust it, bro. <laughs> Why, Patty Labelle? Have you ever met a Patty that didn't do you right? Burger patties. <laughs> <laughs> Salmon croquette patties. I ain't never made a patty that didn't treat me right, bro. Hey, call it what you want. He is bougie, man. Call it what you want. Bougie B. All right, my number two. Hmm. Okay. I only tried this two times in my life. (laughs) Because I knew we couldn't be friends. (laughs) Wow. We couldn't be friends. Every time I see it right there beside that Simply Lemonade and Simply Orange Juice, she always want to talk about, can we be friends? Why mm. can't we be friends? Mm. I said, girl, if I take you home, right, and you taste like you did the last time, mm. you will always be in my fridge. Some things you just got to look at and say, we can't be friends. We can't do this. It's the great Psalmist Trey songs that said, and now there just ain't no way we can be friends. There's just no way. And I wish we never did it. I should have never tasted it. Right, right. Hmm. That right there, BD, that simply peach. Phronominous. That's simply watermelon. <clears throat> Hold up. Yeah. What? Yeah, I have not told you about that, J.E. My bad. Simply what? watermelon. Yeah. It's hit. It hits. I thought, and it's not straight, just I thought it was just gonna be straight watermelon juice, which I was like, that doesn't sound appetizing. It's not. If you read the ingredient ingredients, it's like watermelon juice, but they got some other. Fruits you in have there to with watermelon. You have you to. Have to. Be you can't watered. just have. Right. So why haven't I seen this? Is this not everywhere? It's rare. I haven't seen it uh, that much, but it, it's good. It's so refreshing. What? Simply imagine mixing them two: simply peach and simply watermelon. Bruh. Imagine putting simply watermelon with your berry punch. <sighs> CBD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. going to be done. So let it be written. Mm. So, so let, let it, be, it done. be done. So let it be done. Man, hold on. Let me see if there, you know, when you go to Google and be like, is there a simply watermelon near me? 
Give me one second, guys. Target? Mm -hmm. Pick up today in store? <laughs> okay. Yep. Y'all know y'all know what's going down with the next 24 hours. <laughs> you, you already know what's going down. That's my number two. Simply peach, man. I'm a peach, man. Okay. No, I don't like peaches. But I like peach beverages. Mm. The difference. Tivana apple lime. I've never tried that at all. Where's that at? Where's that at, BD? Who said uh Eddie TV at eleven oh five? I never heard of that, fam. What you know, see what I'm saying? Hey, that simply peach is a hit. Oh, that's what you was talking about. Yeah. Lemonade right. sparkling water. Bruh, don't let people enjoy their beverages, Brady. I don't you know what that, that is. You got Sam Bustello as coffee, bro. You can't be. You can't be talking. Bro. Cafe Bustello. Yeah, some cafe. Yeah. All right. Uh, number one for BD. For BD, okay. simply lemonade with strawberry. It's kind of hard to find. BD. Oh, with strawberry. With strawberry. I've seen this one before. J.E., there's nothing. And you can interchange. It's it's the Simply Lemonade with strawberry and the Simply Lemonade with raspberry. It's just... I didn't like I didn't like the raspberry too much, BD. No? I mean it's okay, but when I had that Simply Peach, bro, Simply is the brand of the decade when it right. comes to beverages. Simply Yo, the people that got in the back office, bro, they're doing a good job over there, bro. Look, they got it on lock, bro. Back in the 90s, it was Fruitopia. And they fell okay. off. They fell off. In the 2000s, Minute Maid had the game on lock, had the game on Smash. Yep. All right? Anything after that? It's been Simply, man. They you shut know it why? down. You know why? Look at that name, Simply. What else go? What else did we have as a beverage back at then? Uh, Snapple. Mm. See, Snapple is one though. You got to give me one word or simply Snapple. Fruitopia. Mm. Nobody <laughs> wants to go. That's not a. That's not a place that I want to go to. Hey, Fruitopia mm. was hitting back in the day. Fruitopia, yeah, that was when they introduced us to diabetes. Yes. Simply has milk now. Look, nah, I don't yeah, do they, they do got almond milk and stuff, but I ain't, I can't do it. I can't, my brain, my mind cannot mm -mm. do that. My mind can't do no. that because when I pour simply in my cereal, I'm, I just no, I can't do it. No, sometimes, look, sometimes companies, you just got to stop. All right. You got the juice game on, on Smash. Like, why do you want to go to milk? I don't want simply milk. Nah. But, and, may, and maybe, <clears throat> but, but a lot of companies do make mistakes, BD. They do. They should consult simply, the simply, podcast. Yeah, they should. They should. Because I got some ideas for Simply. <laughs> I got some ideas, bro. Mm, 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 mm. My number uh, one? Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead No, well, What you about to say? No, that's Simply, man. My number one had to be Simply. They got the they got the juice game on, on lock right now. Go ahead, J.E. My number, number one. one? I feel like this is going to be a hot mess. It's always overlooked. Oh boy, here we go. But it's always refreshing. Water. What? Yep. Yep. 
and alkaline water as that. All of these drinks are cool, bruh. But without water, who are you? Dead. Water is number one, BD. I don't know what you... <clears throat> because you're diabetic, B. Okay? You're trying to get 300 pounds. I'm leaving 300 pounds. If you had one last drink before you had to leave this earth, you would ask for a glass of water, J.E.? No, simply peach. Okay, so that should be your number one. No. I'm in the land of the living. <laughs> so I'm not on my dying bed. When it comes to the dying bed, hey, yo, man, give me, ooh, what would be your last meal, BD? If God was like, yo, I'm coming back in about 20 minutes, what do you get, get your last meal in? Ooh, <clears throat> What's your last meal? We're not doing it right now. We don't, we, we don't yeah, have we don't the have proper time. amount of time. Yeah. To dedicate to that question. What what would I no? Ooh, that's a good one. What would be my last? What would be that meal where I say, you know what? When I close my eyes after this last bite, I'm ready to see my Lord. Mm. Okay. And and I know, I know a lot of you out there was like, where's the orange juice? Where's the apple juice? They're not in the top five. They're not refreshing enough. Mm-mm. Orange juice, you just orange juice doesn't refresh you. Apple juice doesn't refresh you. You just can't chug orange juice. No, it's too tangy. It's too not. Yeah. You just apple juice is is ooh, that's simply apple. I've never had that. Of course you didn't. The last time you had apple juice was in a, a juice box when you was young. It was. BD, you're a different dude, bruh. Why would I sit up drinking apple juice? I'm a grown man. I don't drink apple juice either. Then what are we talking about? Oh, we're just talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you basically caught me and I was like, oh, we're just talking. <laughs> right. Water is number one, BD. I don't know what's up with y'all, bruh. I mean, yeah, water's important, but I wouldn't put it in a list of my top five drinks. <clears throat> I uh, mean, are you going to put broccoli in your top five foods? It's really healthy. Sure. Yeah, we're talking beverages. Beverages are different. I got I got a gallon sitting in the freezer right now after this podcast. I'm going to enjoy it. Of water. Yeah. And you'd rather have that than a gallon of Minute Maid Berry Punch. Yeah, because the ingredients they put in these drinks now are not like they was when we was growing up. I can't do no high fructose corn syrup. But you can do Bojangles. Yeah. <laughs> Hypertension seems better than diabetes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm not even going to put that on myself. No, but I'm saying, dr- dr- see, with Bojangles, you can flush that out your system. You can kind of just eat that and be about your business and not eat nothing else. Have you looked on the back of the juices and how much grams of sugar you drink in half a cup of juice? Do you know how I chug juice? Mm-hmm. See, BD, <clears throat> I'm a, that's why I can go to Bojangles. They don't have no nutrition box at the back at the bottom of the box. <laughs> so our ignorance is bliss. Wow. But if I grab me a, a beverage and I anything I can look at the back, I kind of put back. 
If I look in the back and be like, whoa, that's how much sodium's in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, wa- Thank you, Phenomenus. Water is a given. Like, obviously we need water. So what's y'all's number one? Hardy's chicken? I forgot Hardy's did used to have chicken. Do you remember when Hardy's had fried chicken? Bruh, ever since I met Bojangles, I ain't care who had chicken. Water quenches. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, we got that. But that's a given. Bruh, but have you had this water before? Alkaline tin water? No. Water is water. No, it's not. There's levels to water, bro. See, BD, BD, that's why I'm going to pray for you. Because, you know, if you don't understand the principles of water, do you understand anything? (laughs) How can a man say that alkaline water and tap water are the same? They're not the same. I mean, yeah, like you got spigot water and then you got everything else. No, that no, because even um, um, Aquafina is still acidic. I that's that. a, yeah, there's a lot of these waters that you think is whatever. They're not what they are. You get what you pay for, BD. So I get this. Anyway. um, Number one, Minute Maid Citrus Punch. I don't even... Not all waters the same. Oh, what's it, this? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pink watermelon lemonade. What brand is that? Okay. Oh, he does. He does his own. He does his own beverages. He mixed that. That's a mixture. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't take BD. Pray for BD's diabetes. Look, I drink water. You know, I mean, it's it's not my favorite drink, but I drink it. It's number one to me, bro. Because that's all I drink now. None of these drinks that I said today. Let me go through my list again. None of these drinks right here. None of these drinks, that's not in my fridge. 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 What stays in my fridge, you can ask my wife, is this. That and uh, granola, uh, geriatric uh, crunch clusters. And who do y'all got living the longest? (laughs) Well, me. Y'all know good and well, bruh. If y'all tried the cereal that I have, you'll be a different person. You'll be like, wow, J.E. know what he's talking about. One thing about me when it comes to food, I, I don't just do stuff like B.D. Will. I don't just go and get cucumber and a, a, a melon Gatorade. I don't do that. I look at that. My rational side of my brain says, that's trash. Don't touch <laughs> that. Don't, you don't want the lady at the front at the counter to think you suspect. <laughs> Put that back, and it is what it is. BD heard his little sandals tapping against his feet. Got him some watermelon cucumber, cucumbers, uh, and, and whatever he got. Who knows that lady at the checkout kind of thought about this man? <laughs> hey, man. I was feeling myself that day, man. And there's just some days you just got to say, no, I'm not getting that. Anyway, uh, that's all we've got for today's show. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you got some entertainment, but I also hope you guys got 
something that you can apply and make useful in your everyday life. Um, hop in the comments. All right. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. Uh, drop any questions that you have that you uh, ask when you're in a dating relationship uh, for the greater uh, good of the um, uh, of the listeners. Okay. Uh, smash that like button. If you have not already subscribed, subscribed to that, we will not do a top five on water brands. I can't even Ooh. think of five water brands. Top Ooh. five on best ice. There's different types of ice, BD. There's only one type of ice, and it's not the, the one from the fridge, bro. No, it's the kind that they got at uh, Chick fil A, Sonic, and I think Chick fil A got it now. Yeah, if it's not that ice, then yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. But anyway, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. All right. Um, I'm a happily married man, humble father of four. He is Joshua Ezzy, happily married as well. Uh, Slim Rev, not right now. We're working on it. We're getting back there. We are the Good Guys Podcast, and we are out. And we're only good because he's good. And water's good for you. Peace.